You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's time to talk about the Green Bay Packers. This is your Packers Update, the Daily Cheese, brought to you by Packernet.com. The Daily Cheese is a collaboration with the Packernet Podcast, hosted by Ryan Schlipp, the Pack Daddy. The Packers are set to face the Minnesota Vikings this Sunday. This game will be at home in Green Bay. After a brutal stretch of five of the first eight games of the season being played away, the team will not have any more back-to-back road games for the rest of the season. Now, after they firmly beat the Vikings this Sunday, they will have a very short week before flying out to San Francisco to face their old nemesis, the 49ers, on Thursday Night Football. As the injury report continues to evolve, we have two pieces of news today. First, Kevin King unfortunately did suffer a setback in his recovery from his quadricep injury. Unfortunately, expect him to continue missing time. It's very poor timing for King. This is a contract year for him, and there's not a lot of money to go around. Although he did play 15 out of 16 games last year, over the course of his career, he has missed far too many games. The Packers are probably not going to want to give him a second contract. Now, next Tuesday is a big day for our country. No, not because of Election Day. That would be the NFL trade deadline. The Packers have expressed quite a bit of interest in Texans wide receiver Will Fuller. They have made multiple offers for him to Houston. We also know they tried to acquire tight ends Zach Ertz, David Njoku, and Evan Engram from the Giants. You'll remember the Packers were very interested in Njoku during the offseason during free agency. I did do a whole episode talking about the pros and cons of Njoku. Ultimately, he ended up staying with Cleveland. And although they did engage in some talks to deal Njoku, the Austin Hooper injury left them shorthanded at tight end. They are not interested in selling off Njoku. Now, when it comes to the Texans, Sports Illustrated is reporting that the Texans have told other teams only four players are off limits for trades. Those would be tackles Laramie Tunsil and Titus Howard, quarterback Deshaun Watson, of course, and the big one, defensive end J.J. Watt. So Packer fans can stop asking about Watt. It's over. It's done with. He's not being traded. Not listed, wide receiver Will Fuller. Yesterday, the Packers added two players to their practice squad. The first would be guard Ben Braden. I told you that it seemed likely that he would get re-signed, but for some reason, the team took an extra day to do so after he cleared waivers. They also added cornerback Kavare Russell, former 2016 third-round pick for the Kansas City Chiefs. When it comes to injury reports, there's bad news for both teams, the Packers and the Vikings. But let's start with the good news, and that would be the bad news for the Vikings, of course. Head coach Mike Zimmer himself might be out there playing cornerback. You may remember Devonta Adams feasting on the Vikings secondary in Game 1 this year after they lost every one of their cornerbacks last year and replaced them all with rookies. Well, now all those rookies are injured. Holton Hill and Mike Hughes did not participate in practice on Wednesday. They are not expected to play on Sunday. Cam Dantzler, of course, has been placed on IR. So that pretty much leaves Jeff Gladney and Harrison Hand. No, you didn't mishear me. His name is Harrison Hand. Yeah, you probably never heard of him before. Now, they may get Dalvin Cook back this week. He was limited in practice 
after missing last week. And, oh, what is this? Why, it's another cornerback, Chris Boyd. He's also hurt. Digging into the Packers injury report, I'm going to try and sugarcoat this for you. Let's see, positives. Well, David Bakhtiari's back. Not really, but he's back in limited participation in practice. Let's see, Robert Tunyon was upgraded from limited to full participation. And uh, that's about all the good news I can find. We have 19 players on the injury report. Far more than I have ever remembered seeing. Keep in mind, there may be 53 players on the roster, but there's only 22 starters on offense and defense. When it comes to special teams, well, at least punter J.K. Scott isn't on here. Kicker Mason Crosby and long snapper Hunter Bradley both are. With Crosby's game status in question, we were able to find out something very interesting from Matt LaFleur and special teams coordinator Sean Menenga. Keen-eyed observers have noticed that, for some reason, we've been working out kickers every single week. Well, this is actually a clever move to get around some COVID restrictions. By bringing in a different kicker every week to work out for them, they're able to get an early head start every week on having that player begin to clear quarantine protocol. Otherwise, they would not be able to activate a kicker in time for a game on Sunday. So this week's contestant would be Nick Vogel. Menenga actually outlined three different kicking options for Sunday. First, he said he's, quote, confident that Mason Crosby will be good to play on Sunday. However, if that's not the case, they would have time to sign and activate Nick Vogel since he's already started clearing COVID protocol. And if for some reason they're caught flat-footed, punter J.K. Scott is the emergency backup kicker. Although I personally would rather see them go for it on fourth down every time and go for two after every single touchdown. But that's just me. I like to live on the wild side. I do have one piece of news that does excite me a lot, however. Tyler Irvin has returned to practice. He missed two straight weeks plus the bye week, but Wednesday and Thursday this week he was limited in practice. This is huge as he's not only the team's best kick returner and only good punt returner, he's also their jet sweep guy. The offense looks a lot better when he's there to create misdirection. His presence has been sorely missed both on special teams and the offense. Now, next week, we do head out to San Francisco to play the 49ers. So our weekly Saturday newsletter, although it does go out this Saturday, will also go out on Wednesday in preparation for the Thursday game. Please make sure you're subscribed. It's very, very good. Go to packdraft.com newsletter and sign up. If you've already signed up, please make sure you're checking your spam folder. You don't want to miss it. For more in-depth analysis and a look at Packers strategy, make sure you're subscribed to the Packernet Podcast, hosted by the Pack Daddy, Ryan Schlipp. Keep up on all the Green Bay Packers news by going to Packernet.com and follow the Packernet Podcast on Facebook. My name is JJ Leahy, and this has been The Daily Cheese, your Green Bay Packers news update.